Michelle Constant on SAFM. So over a hundred years, the explorer, a hundred years ago, the explorer Ernest Shackleton was on the wooden ship the Endurance. They went exploring in Antarctica and at some point he passed away. He was buried, I think, on uh, the, the Elephant Island or something, but I, I stand to be corrected and I'm sure Captain Knowledge Bengu will be able to explain it to us. Nevertheless, his ship went missing and only recently it was discovered, well-preserved, three kilometers below sea level off the coastline of Antarctica. Who was chartering or heading up the ship that uh, found them? Well, it was none other than Captain Knowledge Bengu of the SA Agullis II, playing an extremely important role as they discovered the endurance. On the line is none other than the man who uh, uh, headed up the ship that went out to discover the endurance, Captain Knowledge Bengu. Captain Bengu, thank you so much for joining us. Good morning, Michelle, and good morning to listeners. It's a pleasure to be on your show. Geez, it's a, a pleasure to be chatting to you. What a discovery to find the wooden shipwreck of the Endurance. You must have been insanely excited. No, it's true. Um, it's very exciting to be part of such a great history, especially, as you've mentioned, it's about 107 years ago when this particular vessel uh, touched the bottom. So having to participate as a, as a South African in such a global historical event is quite humbling. So you were um, the captain of the SA Agullis II. Explain to us what the process was. You go to Antarctica on the SA Agullis II, and then what happens? Well, yeah, we departed uh, Cape Town on the 5th of February with an intention to locate the shipwreck uh, using a coordinate which were estimated uh, coordinates that were calculated by Captain Frank Wesley, who was in charge of the endurance at the time. Yeah. And in those days, we didn't have GPSs, so we had to use sextant. And for us to discover or locate the endurance about four miles south of his original position was quite uh, remarkable. So it, it just uh, shows he was the best navigator indeed. However, time, yeah. the, the, the objective was to locate the wreck, uh, have, uh, get enough footage as evidence, and that was it. So hopefully there might be another mission to then maybe interrogate the wreck further. So, so, I mean, when you get to the area where it, it's it's all, I mean, it's all discovered with um, electronics and that kind of thing. I mean, drone marines, etc. That moment when you see the image, did you, was everybody on the ship just like screaming and shouting and yelling and dancing up and down? Yeah, well, there, there was mixed emotions because um, mainly uh, because I think we were already beyond the extended, uh, I mean, the initial allocated time for the charter. We were meant to be away for 35 days. However, you know, there's quite a lot of um, uh, other challenges when you get to Antarctica. It's never a smooth sailing. So we were already on a, like a 10-day extension uh, to complete the, the block, or sort of like a rectangular block that was, um, sort of 
worked out based on the drift and currents. Uh, it was, it's a, it's a, it's a three, it's a eight mile by 13 mile block. So it was almost like an estimated uh, area that we needed to cover uh, with the hope that within that area, endurance will be found. So we had done almost about 87% of the block without locating the endurance. And uh, on the 5th of March, we were fortunate enough to first uh, get a, 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 a sonar uh, image of, of the endurance. So, Captain Bengu, we obviously, I mean, I think everybody in South Africa was applauding the um, SA Gallus II and its role that it played in the expedition. But I think they're also applauding you as well. I mean, I understand that you are one of the first licensed black ice pilots, which, which I mean, when one hears of an ice pilot, one, one has to assume that that's a very dangerous uh, experience and, and to be sailing in that kind of, that kind of weather. And I mean, what, was, what did um, uh, Ernest Shackleton describe it as? He described it as the worst portion of the worst sea in the world. I mean, it doesn't get worse than that. <laughs> so, so before you answer, we do have to go to a break, but I'd love to hear from you what it means to be an ice pilot in the worst portion of the worst sea in the world. Michelle Constant on SAFM. Talking to an extraordinary person, it's Captain Knowledge Bengu, who is and was or is the captain and he piloted the SA Agalis II as they were part of the team who finally discovered the wooden endurance shipwreck 107 years after it went missing. And it was discovered, still well preserved, some three kilometers below sea level. We're talking to Captain Bengu and uh, talking about what it means to be a ice pilot and uh, being licensed to navigate really very dangerous parts of the world. And in fact, uh, Ernest Shackleton, who was, of course, the captain of the Endurance, described the um, area where they were as the worst portion of the worst sea in the world. I mean, as I said, it doesn't get worse than that, Captain Bengu, does it? (laughs) Well, yeah, it's true indeed. Uh, Yeah, I must just uh, uh, say that, uh, you know, Sir Ernest Shackleton was more like an owner of the ship and an explorer. The captain was Frank Wesley, the, 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 oh. the navigator, yes. So um, S. Shackleton's quest was to walk or cross the Antarctic, uh, Antarctica by foot. That was his mission. Yeah. And then he then recruited uh, Frank Wesley as the, as the navigator. Um, okay, then... Just coming back to what you just mentioned is uh, what I love about my career is that there are no shortcuts. So yeah. for one to to achieve any qualification, you need to have served the time. We work in months, we work in time of exposure for you then to be licensed for whatever position. So this was my 14th Antarctic voyage. Wow. Uh, in, and uh, so I am a seasoned ice navigator, yeah. if I should say. And um, we are working on getting more people exposed, especially of color. Um, and uh, we, we, we really, really are training as much as we can. 
Antarctica is not a child's play. No. Uh, help is too far away. So you need so, to be a man of precision. Yeah. A man that pays attention to details. If you get trapped, uh, it can be catastrophic. So, so knowledge, if I may, um, you know, I'm smiling because it just, it sounds so thrilling and exciting. But describe it to us. Describe that area where you are in the Antarctic. Is it... Are you having to move your way through um, ice water? Is there are there are there ice? I mean, icebergs. What does it look like? What is it? Yeah, I mean, I get thrilled just thinking about that. Yeah, well, Antarctica. You when you start approaching it, 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 it ice, uh, you you first enter a section of what is called baggy waters, where it's a lot of open water concentration is maybe one tenth, and as you progress further. Uh, the concentration changes, uh, you first come across what is called first-year ice, which is ice that formed uh, from the previous summer to winter and, and then going into summer again. And as you progress through, you get uh, uh, sort of what is called multi-year ice, which is ice that survived seasons, yeah. or two seasons. So it's probably layered. So, yes. And it's reached. When it's reached, it's when it's collided and it becomes hard. But what is very critical is to know, is to always stay free, to avoid mm-hmm. getting stuck. Uh, one of the other rules is that you don't tell the ice, the ice tells you where to go. <laughs> so instead of sometimes going directly, you'll have to go around to to your intended position. But... There are many dangers involved with ice navigation. If you yeah. take a story of, of 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 the Titanic, you know they yeah. they hit an iceberg. There's multiple uh, sizes of icebergs. You when it's strong winds, you the ship might easily hit an iceberg. You might easily land up in the wrong ice flow, uh, which you might find it hard to back out of it. Because the ship has limited power when backing out of the the ice, going yeah. astern or reversing, as uh, as compared to when you're going directly ahead, you have to protect your propellers, you have to protect your radar, which we use to steer the ship. The, you know, all those things you have to take into consideration. If you if you damage your propeller, you'll be able to 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 steam either ahead or astern. If you yeah. break your radar, you can't steer the ship. You have Oh, about 150 lives on board, you know, which is the total capacity of the, the Sergalas 2. You have to worry about that. If you get trapped long enough, how much of your victuals or your food you have? Do you have enough stores? All those things take into consideration. You have enough fuel just in case. So I don't want to get stuck, obviously. Yeah. I, my pay, main role is to <laughs> get people safely, which is my primary objective, is the safety of the ship. Yeah the people, and the environment, and everything else follows. So Antarctica has very strong currents. If you get trapped or beset for whatever reason, you will end up somewhere else. You're never in one stationary position. That is the danger. And where we operate, we end up, there are ice shelves, meaning that's where the sea ends and you have this huge block of 30 meters uh, which is like a shelf so you don't want to end up there 
uh, being trapped between an ice shelf and also the um, and also just the the uber flow that might trap you in between and you can be there for months or days it's a that's a beautiful place to be always changing its form it's never the same uh depending what what type of uh ice that you've you uh, that you received due to its circulation yeah. around the peninsula yeah however it requires a great uh sort of alertness yeah especially from the master's perspective and also to have confidence from your officers uh, that they know what they're doing and they can only require your your, your input only on very, very crucial occasions. We're talking to Captain Knowledge Bengu, who's the team captain of the SA Gallus II. Uh, they were involved in the recent discovery of the wooden endurance shipwreck. And uh, in closing, Captain Bengu, I'd really like to know, the images I've seen of the, um, of the endurance, it looks like it's still in really good nick. And... I imagine that the next step now is for the ship to go down and really, <laughs> I know this sounds ridiculous, but to go back there and to ascend, and, and to try and get hold of the wreck. Well, yeah, I, I doubt that the, the, we'll ever um, sort of go down to Antarctica for for trying to retrieve the vessel, but I, I do believe there will be an opportunity to go down to its location just to do further interrogation is to yeah. maybe we build a, uh, I mean we'll take a smaller um, autonomous underwater vehicles that can be able to uh, go into the wreck itself and we get images of it but I think because it's a marine protected area um, that section of it now so I think they'll try and, and preserve and, and it's pristine uh, condition. Okay, I've got a quick question from one of our listeners for you. Hamishon, please ask Captain Bungu. He says he's been there 14 times in Antarctic. Has he seen the effects of global warming? Does it change from trip to trip? Mike? Have you seen the effects of global warming in your trips? Indeed. Yeah. Yes. Uh, when I started going to Antarctica, it was 2002, and the conditions have become much easier. We, 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 the passage, the, the, the time it takes us to get to the ice shelf is shorter than it used to be over the period of time. Okay, and that would be because it is melting and making it easier for you? I believe so, yeah. On the contrary, yes, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Captain Knowledge Bengu, thank you so much for joining us. An absolutely fascinating conversation. And uh, congratulations on the discovery of the endurance, but also on the work you are doing representing South Africa in these most incredible and adventurous stories. We appreciate it enormously.